0: Welcome to the Roadie Friday Podcast with your hosts, Darren Makins and Jose Escudero.
1: But uh, I would like to start this episode by asking Jose if he knows what day of the week it is. Oh, shit.
2: Uh... I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't know what day of the week it is. I just know there's. I don't have a show today. Uh,
1: (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just like I, just like last episode, is Thursday. (laughs) Oh, it's Thursday. Okay. Thursday, dude. Thursday Thursday. once again. Uh, Gentlemen, how you guys doing?
0: I'm doing great, man. Chilling, enjoying. uh, some time at home went on a little denver vacation after the tour we just did together
1: so yeah. that
0: was nice and uh yeah now back at home chilling
1: you got zach Mosier on the podcast today i uh, i feel bad because i didn't intro dave perry on the last one we just kind of slipped right into it and then as soon as we hung up from the call i was like i never said his name oh shit <laughs> gotta put that in there no, it's um, well, it's in the title. So, like, you can, like, you have to click on the actual episode and see who it is. But um, yeah. So, um, Zach, I guess we'll kind of start this episode if you wanted to let us know uh, how you got started in your career.
0: Uh, so, I grew up playing, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I grew up playing a venue called Pops. That most Heck yeah,
1: Pops. Yeah, oh, everyone sad. knows what
0: Pops is. So that that was kind of my home venue. And uh I've been playing there literally since I was like 13 years old. And every sound guy there when I was growing up ended up becoming like a legend sound guy who's now out with like bigger bands and stuff like that. Like literally I had four or five people that I grew up around that ended up becoming You know, front of house dudes for bands. And then uh, one time one of them called me uh, a day before a rehearsal of a tour uh, with a band called Amir. And from then, fuck yeah, just I just kept at it, dude. And from then, like, uh, you know, the crazy web of fucking shit I've done the last 12 years since then. But
2: might this sound guy have been Nate Northway? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love they, The
0: absolute legend. Uh, most guitar players of the last 15 years will probably know who Josh Travis is. Yeah. Um, Josh was a sound guy at Pops as well, like when I was growing awesome. up. So I, you know, my band playing there, I had the privilege of dudes who were already fucking killers. Like before they got on tour, they were already great, like learning their craft, like running sound for my band. So from early on, I, I know what a good mix is. and like how it should be and shit. So it's like, I'm very lucky in that regard, like to grow up around, uh, you know, Nate, Josh, uh, Chris McKenney, uh, also known as Redbeard. He's a legendary front of house dude, too. So uh, yeah, I had all those yeah, guys to grow up around. Familiar. And they were uh, all on my first tour, coincidentally, too, nice. uh, with a couple other guys, uh, a guy named Grady, who does Grizz now. Uh, but yeah, a bunch of dudes that were from St. Louis that, Uh, I just had to look up to and yeah Nate called me one day and from then on just kind of met other I met Born of Osiris on that first tour I did with Amir and then ended up going out with them for years and yeah just it all started at Pops man
1: I I fucking love that venue Um, the, the only thing that I really remember from that venue is like a you can see the archway through like the trees in the back but like there's a shitload of strip clubs around it too yeah. Surrounded like
0: <laughs> by two strip clubs. Uh Pops is one of the only places in the country that you can drink 365 twenty-four hours a day. So like at oh, six wow. AM, it'll be fucking bumping in there, dude. There's an oil refinery that's right across the street. So when those dudes get off work, I'm talking 50, 60 of them just go to Pops. You know what? Six AM, it's fucking jumping.
1: Now that you remember that, I actually do remember like loading out and the place was packed as shit. Yep, and they, like um, I, I, think I think I actually asked somebody like, "Hey, when do they kick everybody out?" And somebody laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no never, no one ever just, gets
2: kicked
1: out. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> no. You can
0: that that's kind of a plus in regard for like us, if you know you don't have like a super late bus caller, or maybe you know that parking lot's huge too. So I've stayed yeah. overnight in that parking lot and whatever. So that's a plus. You can just keep walking into the venue to take a piss, shit, whatever. Like, hey, if you drink, go get a fucking brew. You know, um. Yeah, that's the plus of it, but it's that's also psychotic when you allow 24 hours of drinking. There's yeah. a lot of crazy <laughs> stories that have happened in there. A bunch of crazy shit has happened in that place. I, I bet. don't, especially that, that, that close
2: to that close to train tracks. A bunch of drunk dudes, train tracks, and a strip club across those train tracks. That's like,
0: that's quite,
2: oh, the, that's quite
0: the recipe. Yeah, dude, people have been, have had crazy parties there. I think, uh, coolio got a hatchet man icp tattoo it pops that was like a big thing goofy shit yeah it's just a fucking good venue that from touring the past 12 years i've understood that that kind of shit is like not everywhere like it's literally absolutely nowhere like then i grew up around like four awesome venues that you could play
1: you know yeah. so did you ever work there as like a stage hand or anything like that uh, I did a couple times. I
0: did like local crew shit when I was really young, like 15, 16, like I would go, you know, they would just call me up one day and be like, yo, we got them coming in do, and I would do that kind of shit. And yeah, I, I, I never really, at that point I was like, Playing in a band and was taking it seriously and shit. So like the tech stuff didn't even like really come to my mind when I was doing that. It was just like, oh, hey, we'll give you one hundred fifty bucks to come load this gear out. It's like, yeah, that's what's up you know. And I get to see the show for free, you know. Yeah. That was awesome at yeah, the time. Fuck yeah,
1: yeah, that's kind of the uh because I've had a, a decent amount of people actually. Once Jose and I started doing this podcast, I've had people hit me up on like Instagram and shit, and just asking me like, how do you get started in this industry? And that's the advice that I give them: just find your local venue and work as a hand for. You know, grind it out and, you know, network with the guys and the girls that are coming through, you know, every tour, just networking, network, network, network.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, that's the the biggest thing or, yeah, you you know, there's luck involved, there's skill involved, there's... There's a bunch of things, you know, but that is a good way to start. Like a big thing with that is reading the room, though. You know, when we're having a bad day, last thing I wanted is to talk to some fucking dude about (laughs) like what I do and shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's also like a good learning thing, too, man. Like every show you work, not might not be the moment to go like fucking inquire about, you know, what it is to like do this. Um, But that is the, that's another lesson to be learned, too. Because that's a good thing about tour, man. Like, it, you know, when you're not the headliner and you don't know the headliners crew and stuff yet, you know, that's kind of things to take into consideration too. Just people skills in general, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And observe. Yeah, for sure. What's going on, you know, while the show is happening, you know what I mean? You can take in a lot by just opening your eyes and like and putting two and two together you know what i mean being like oh okay this is what they do when they do that okay that makes sense like yeah. there's uh yeah yeah paying you know keeping your eyes open man and just biggest thing is like learning the flow of tour it's not so much like because you know you're a guitar player like you know what i mean you know gear it's like yeah dude i can set up a fucking kemper you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> there's yeah yeah there's a million the, the the other aspects of it are like the most important to being yeah. like a good tech and shit. You know what I mean? Not only setting up that camper, but making it clean, your state, your your footprint, your fucking your respect for getting on and off stage, just all all that kind of shit. You know that goes beyond just the gear. But if you're a good you know when you have that experience with the, the gear beforehand that helps a lot you know what i mean like yeah, because yeah. that that then you can just be comfortable like in that regard like, okay well i know how to set up this gear like at least know how to do that all right let me figure out this other shit yeah you know
2: yeah and and uh every camp is so different so like even if you don't know just you know don't Know the gear 100%, and at least you can get through and like show it up the first day, kind of observe how the camp works, you know, figure out the vibe, and then see how you fit in with everybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. That's uh, another big thing with doing this, you know, because most of the time, you know, when you go to a new gig, you know, eight times out of 10, you don't know the people you're about yeah. to go into it with. You know what I mean? And that's like a crazy concept when you think about it, I guess. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know, like I'm going to go hopefully like see if this thing works, you know, (laughs) basically go live with these people. Right. Exactly. I'm about
2: to get on a bus with 12 strangers and (laughs) for months at a time. And I don't know any of them.
0: There's tons of like, when you've, you've done it enough, there's tons of common ground. That you yeah. can find when going into a new camp. So, when you have it, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, there's yeah. comfortability there, or you know the same people or some shit like that.
2: Exactly. But, yeah. Like, yeah, if I got on a bus with you, like, we both know Nate. So, like, it's like, yeah, it'd
0: be an instant, like, oh, okay, cool, icebreaker, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I don't completely know this dude or whatever. Nine times out of ten, you do know the same people because the fucking world is so small. Like, I... when you're in the, in the tech game, it's so small. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Cause, um, Aside from my first tour, this is this was the first tour since my first tour ever that I actually did not know a single person in the camp at all, like not even a passing knowing. It it was it was interesting, and so that's why, like, uh, I'm sure you noticed the first couple days of the tour, I was just quiet. All I was doing was just observing the people around me and seeing like how I was going to fit into this tour, or frankly, even if I was going to fit in in the, in this tour, and whether or not I was just going to be the guy that like. Does my job and then goes back to the bunk and naps all day.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, definitely, man. And that's the most important thing. Like when you're in that situation too, like because the really at the end of the day, it's about making the people that are that hired you and you have to live with happy. So like getting that relationship is always the most important first. You know, find your way and then you branch out. Like yo, hey, you know what I mean? Like that's a that's a good move. You know, on your part in that situation, it's just. Get, get get in with your camp. Make sure the people you work with every day and you live with are happy with what you're doing, and you're happy with them. You know, and it's fucking, it's all good from there. You know, and once you get over that first railroad bump of that kind of shit, it's always tour is just awesome. You know,
2: yeah. When you actually like get to bond bond with somebody, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like for me and Darren would hang out a lot, and uh, when we were out with non so yeah, you when you find that one one guy, you get to like. Hang out with uh, you know, because not everyone hangs out all the time. So when you find like, I like, I like the, I like the term tour husband. Uh, when you find your <laughs> Jesus Christ, when you find your tour yeah. husband. It, it makes things so much
1: more like smoother and easier day to day. God damn it, but, Jose, are we married? I mean, yeah, we are married too. Yeah, at this
2: point, yeah, at this point, we are. Might as well
0: be when you you know you think about it. You spend you know generally on a good tour year, you know for. A, Example twenty twenty two. I spent nine and a half months on tour. That is, I spent more Fuck. time with the people I work with than the, yeah. my love of my life, my girlfriend. You know, and my pets and like all this shit. You know what I mean? So it's uh, yeah. when you look it's at it in that perspective, sure. it's like, damn man! Like I, I've been really fortunate that I've never worked for and or really been on tour with anyone. I didn't like or didn't like me or like I didn't like Oh, I'll never see that guy again yeah. type shit like I've been pretty fortunate in that regard so touring is always like I've never had tours where I'm like God I just have to get through this these people suck like you know it's never <laughs> yeah. been like that so it's fucking I'm super fortunate in that regard so touring yeah. is always easy for me.
2: No nah, yeah I get it like uh, this last year I, I did I think I did like eight, eight, eight to eight and a half months of touring and yeah. Most of it was, was with the seven dust camp. Uh, so it was, it was great cause you know, those are guys, you know, I get along with and yeah, when you have to spend most of your year with the, with those kind with those people and yeah, it makes it better when you all get along. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. For me, it's, it for me, it's kind of like, it's always been, I, I've never got, I've never, I try to be easy to get along with, you know, like, I'm like, I just crack dick jokes here and there. And, you know, like, oh, who's hitting the graph today? Boy, you know, shit like that. (laughs) And, but like, and, and so, like, I, I just, I try to be as easy to get along with as I possibly can. And like, day one, I'm like, hey, man, I'm just trying to stay out of your way. Like, and even, even the union folks that work the venues in like New York City and LA and stuff like that, it's just like, as soon as I show up, it's just like, all I want to do is be out of your way. You tell me what to do. And for, for me, that makes the day go a lot. Go a lot easier, but y- that's the best way to find- be, man. It's fucking yeah, you why will-
0: you know touring's difficult uh in a lot of aspects in the crew and with the band anyway. So why make it more fucking miserable or, or it's not miserable? But you know what I mean. Like why fucking add any more stress to the shit that's already yeah yeah.
2: You yeah know, even yeah, because even at its at its best uh there is a level of stress and like always man. mental and emotional <laughs> mental and emotional gymnastics that go on to just like get through it
1: It's a fun job, but it's still a job
0: yeah yeah it's i mean it takes a certain type of person to like to handle that kind of like thing and like do this kind of job, you know like yeah even for a small example, like how funny is it that you know if you're on a big arena tour, you're playing basically the same the same space in every fucking city every day, but why is New York and LA and Chicago more important than the other? Why Why do those days feel fucking all fucking different? You know, you know what I mean? Like well, I, it's.
1: I can I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's part of that stress.
0: But that's you know, like it, it's just funny how uh you can think about it. Like like no matter what, man, I think about that like all the time. I'm like all right, man, we're fucking. It's New York today. Like all right, dude. Like <laughs> you know, it could be the same exact room just in the different fucking area. You know.
1: Yeah, hit hitting hitting the stress point a little bit one of the one of the things that really sticks uh, sticks out in, in terms of like one of the things that Jose said to me at one point was I was really frazzled one day and like I, I honestly forget the situation but Jose just goes you worry too much and like from from there the rest <laughs> of the tour was like oh like we're just like you know we're just doing the rock and roll thing you know like uh, like you know just do your do your job the best you can and you know the shit will work out in the end, and you know people people will buy the beers and they'll buy the T shirts and they'll go home and everybody will have the ears ringing at the end of the night and it's it's just a you know yeah. it's, it's a job but it's it's a fun job.
2: I do remember saying that. Yeah, I can't remember the situation either, but I, I do remember that. There's a
0: million you can relate it to. Just be like, fuck, dude. Like you know, everyone, even the most chill people have had their moment. Like, yo, fuck this. Like <laughs> you're going doing your thing, you know.
1: Yeah, oh, I shit. remember the, the the specific uh the specific uh I'll, I'll cut this out if you want to, if you don't want to talk about it Zach, but the specific incident that I can think of is when you were trying to set up Black Veil's drum set. Then, oh like,
0: man, yeah, dude. So like, <laughs> yeah, you find your so of course the the first day the first time I had to do it was in Mexico, and and, and it's not an ideal day. Like we show up, you know, that the gear gets there late, and there's sound checks, and then yada yada yada, and and. I'm trying to get my thing done with you know, motionless and so I could I know I'm just gonna have to take time with this thing. And yeah, in that moment just sitting there like with this gigantic rack in three pieces and just being like, Okay, dude, like the fuck. Like, how am I going to, where do I even fucking start? Like that, uh, yeah, those scenarios definitely have, and then, you know, you, one they piece happen, goes though, on and then the other, and then it happens and then it's all fucking good. And then, you, you know, like that's the end of, like you were saying earlier, it's when you get in those stressful moments, it's easier to, the best way to do is to break it down like that. Like, yo dude, like beyond anything, I play drums, man. What would I fucking, I, I know what this shit is. I know how it works. Like, there's... I got it. You know? Like, yeah. it, it's just... Sometimes you... The stress, man, just... Uh, you get up in your head too much, and you get yeah. way ahead of yourself. And then you start thinking stupid shit and getting pissed for no reason, and then all of a sudden, you have, like, three-fourths of it put together and you're like, oh, like... Yeah, that yeah. was fucking Dude, dumb.
1: You know? That is exa- that is exactly... Like, on on the on the last tour, if there were days, like, you know, the first couple of days of setting up a drum set and doing guitars as well it's like you know i get over i get overwhelmed but then like you know i just uh, i'm like all right take a step back piece by piece all right first i do this then i do this then i do this and by the time like 10 minutes later it's it's all set up and you know you're just like oh it wasn't that bad yeah i just i just i just got on i got under my own skin
2: yeah
0: yeah that dude it's just easy to do that because it's a good tech is always worried about the other people's time and shit So like, oh yeah, you're like, oh, I want to, oh, I got to get this thing done before like they do this so I can be out of the way. They're like, dude, then, and then that becomes overwhelming sometimes in the second. Then you got to be like, whoa, 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 dude, look at what they're doing right now. Okay. I got, I got this. (laughs) Fucking,
1: (laughs) Yo, exactly. Like there'd be so many times where I'm just like, fuck dude, I'm running out of time. Like I got this to do, I got this to do. And then I would look on stage and you know they're just starting to hook up the 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 uh, trusses to the motors and i'm like oh i won't get the stage for at least an hour so like okay take a breather yeah
0: there's exactly exactly but you know in the high pressure environment sometimes that it is no matter no matter what cuz i mean i care as much as those guys do about having their show go great because it they, you know their great show is a reflection of my work and in the, the fucking my great work is a reflection of their fucking show and all all that shit it all ties in together so yeah it's easy to get overwhelmed when thinking of all that and then you're just like whoa, whoa, whoa i haven't even got there yet like hold yeah. up a second you know
2: yeah, yeah uh i remember uh start like on my when my first few days with Alter bridge uh since then it had been a while since I had to do deal with like real amps and and cabinets and stuff. I'm used to like digital rigs, like clean stage, no cabs, no nothing. And just showing up and it's like, damn, I got all this gear (laughs) out here and just having to remind myself to just like, just plug in the cables. That's literally all you have to do. Like it's already set up. It's all, you know, the rigs built. I just need to plug in the cables and place these things where they go. And that's it.
0: You know, it is that simple, man. When you think about it and, uh, once I don't know, everyone's going to have those moments. I don't give a shit how fucking good you are, what fucking band you work for, how long you've been doing it. You know, everyone has those moments occasionally on tour, but the more you've done this, the, the less, it, it the less you stress out and the less it stings when that shit happens. It's just yeah. like, Oh, all right, man. Like, yeah, that, that, it's all good. You especially,
2: know? especially when it's your first time in a, in a camp and you're trying to, you, you know, you're trying to set up their expectations of you and, uh, you know it's your first time seeing you you want to do you want to do great uh you know from the first you know day started off good and yeah a, it gets it can get stressful at times
0: absolutely man and depending on you know the dude you work for or whatever it could be more stressful you know yeah. like in my case never had that man i've loved every dude i've worked for like he's never i've never had a dude that was like God damn, you're stressing me out like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I just never you know so it's definitely lucky there too. But yeah, man, when you have even when you have the coolest, fucking chillest dude on earth, it's like it doesn't matter. You're like, oh, I just I have to make this go fucking right because my dude is so sick and he's fucking chill. And yeah. you know, I want him to have a fucking great show. So that makes you want to do it even more, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah and uh at the end of the day, uh I-, I think all of us can agree that basically our job is to make sure that our for lack of a t- better term, bosses, you know, don't have to worry about anything in regards to their gear. You know, their their job is to worry about performing and putting on a good show. And you know, if 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 you're a tech, that's going to stress them out. Like, yeah, you, you know dude, You're
0: fucking. Yeah, what are yeah. you doing, man? What do you think they're? You know, we're all creatives here in some yeah. way. So what do you what do you think you're doing when you're in their face? Don't fuck, dude. I don't. Fuck, you know what I mean? Like that <laughs> fucking. You know, you gotta. take a step back too it's like yeah I've definitely had those moments too man definitely and you know I've always worked with good dudes so you know I've had dudes like look at me and be like yo bro chill the fuck out like it's all fucking good you think I give a fuck so why do you give a fuck oh yeah good point (laughs) you know it's like you know but you want it to go it comes from a place of love you know you want it to go so or or respect love all all the shit you know you want it to go right so it's, yeah, I've always worked with chill dudes too, taught me how to be chill and just like, yo, yeah, man, just the put a smile yeah. on and fucking you got the shit. So it's like, you know, always good to learn too, you know, like, or that, that's a good thing to learn from people is the chill factor, man. The chiller you are, dude, the more jobs you're going to get, dude. Like, that's just end of fucking story. And the cooler dude you are, like, and just the less you like give a shit and complain, you, 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 you know, you, you make what you expect known and, and you stand up for yourself and have respect and shit. But at the end of the day, man, if you can just fucking roll with it and just kind of laugh and just do whatever, and you're with really a good camp, man, fuck, you'll get hired forever. Like anywhere. That's the, I, I think I've definitely in some of, like a lot of the camps I worked for, I've gotten to stay around, be, you know, start off as a fill in, stayed around and not, to like knock anyone else or anything but it's like yo you're you're just like more chill or someone might have known been been more had a better resume than me but these dudes someone heard from this person and that person how my personality is and they're like okay like let, let's go with that dude you know yeah. that's always the that always seems to be the winner man and if you know what the fuck you're doing on top of that damn you can just you can make it happen you know in this world you know and yeah. always the biggest Like, I guess the biggest piece of advice that I've learned in the past 12 years that I think is super important is just being fucking straight up honest with the people you work for at all fucking times about your Mm -hmm. working relationship and what you plan on doing. Like, at all fucking times, man. Like, uh, I've been so lucky that every transition of a different band I've worked for has always been like a graceful one. Like, it's always been like, just, oh, that makes sense type of thing, you know? Um, but i've never shit out on a band a week before a tour i've never left a fucking tour in the middle of it because of a b and c you know fucking i've always let people know like what my intentions are and what i'm doing and what i'm trying to do you know mm-hmm. in this yeah. industry and 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 if you love the people you work for it's just like yo dude you can you can a lot of good headway can happen if you were just fucking honest about what you're doing You know what I mean? Like, and then always try to stay, have the communication as open as possible at all times. You know what I'm saying? So there's never any, I never want to piss off anybody I work for, you know, or have worked for or whatever. Like I, you know, and again, I'm super for it. I'm friends with every single person in every band I've ever worked for. Love them all to death. That's fucking the greatest thing ever. But that, you know, a big part of that is the honesty factor. I was always like, yo, so what's going on with this? Because I am I, got this or I got offered this. What do you guys think about that? You know, like, you know, that kind of shit is uh, super important. You know, I've known, I I don't know someone personally who's done this, but you hear the stories about like, you know, a dude fucking getting a bigger gig a week before a fucking tour they're about to go on. And they ditch that tour and go to the bigger gig. That's fucking whack. Like end of fucking story. Like if that shit is whack. Like, don't ever, because that's never going to work out for you, dude. No, like, no, Because like, You're, you're going to, you know, you do that to somebody, that's just bad karma, dude. Like, that shit's going to fall on you. And then, and, you know.
2: And that's a just, great example of like what we're talking about how it's more important to be a good person than it is to be like uh, the best at your job. Because, yeah, like him getting that bigger offer, yeah, it says a lot maybe about his craft, but it doesn't sound like a trustworthy person uh, to like,
0: if he's willing to do that to this person, yeah. Well, well, okay, you're the bigger gig right now. What if he gets another one? He's gonna do it to you too. Yeah. Like <laughs> so your first like something like that, your first plan of action is to tell the band you were working for and go, yo, I, I mean, well, the one week thing before tour, never fucking do that. I don't give a fuck. No, that, no. The, there's no excuse for that. You fucking you a week before you commit to the thing you're fucking doing, and that's end of story You're a fucking dork. Yeah. Like if you, you know, like yeah, family unless a family emergency or some crazy shit. But yeah, you know, if you're in the middle of a tour and you get a bigger offer and it's going to conflict with something you've made, maybe the commitment to the your band. Explain that to them, and they're gonna. And if it's something you have to do, if they're good people, they're gonna a understand and b there might even offer you more money to stay around. But it's the fact that you are honest about it and go yo i'm not going to leave what can you guys yeah. do for me to to keep you to stay because it is a business in in some sense you know or, or in in all senses this is like a business this is like what we do for a living you know so like when you hear more money the first thing you want to do is like okay well that sounds like you know more money also doesn't always mean a better opportunity
2: either. yeah so yeah.
0: You, you got you got to weigh that shit out um you got to that's just like a personal thing that you have to weigh out for yourself you know
1: for me for me it's the investment in the future you know if 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 you decide to take a lower paying gig now but you know it's going to be a longer term thing whereas if you take like a higher paying gig but you're just filling in for somebody else like at the end of that month or whatever you're out of a fucking job again whereas if if you're going to be like and i'm not i'm not i'm not saying this to tell people to take the first gig, you know, and, and like obviously weigh your options and figure out what's the best situation for you. Um th- the example that I can give is I was given the NDA offer halfway through the tour and Ice Nine was expecting to keep me for the long term. And the day that I got the offer, I was like back and forth about in my head as to whether I should because because there were dates that were conflicting with the next year. And so I was like Fuck, Um, because I think actually Zach, you were one of the guys that I asked in, like, you know, what should I do in this situation? And basically, it was just like you got to go tell your tour manager, like, you know, because that they're expecting to keep you for the long term, and you know, you're just you, essentially, you don't want to burn the bridge. So the day that I found out that I got the offer and you know everything was going to be set, I went into the uh, production office and I was like, so here's the deal, Um, I, I, I. I can sense that we were trying to set this up to be a longer term thing. I got an offer for next year, and they basically want to take me for the whole year. And so, uh, I-, I showed my tour manager the dates, and they were like, "Yeah, basically everything conflicts." So, you know, I I and I talked to another person in my crew later on that day, and they were like, "What well, you did was the right thing." Like it, it's their business too, you know. They have yeah, a exactly. Business. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So like, yeah. So 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 yeah. now it's up to them. They they got to find a new person that's able to fill in the the dates. And as far as I know, they have a tour booked in February. So you know, I'm I'm hoping that they can find somebody for it. And hey, amen. That's what that's, I yeah, no, that's that's the best
0: case. That's the best
1: case scenario with that yeah. sort of thing, dude. Yeah, like, because yeah.
0: some people are not. no matter how great it is for you personally, they don't give a fuck. So like, right. that's, that's awesome that, you know, they give a shit and, uh, yeah, that's good people shit.
2: Yeah, it's just important to yeah. just keep that clear and open communication with everybody. Uh, you know, just like you did. That's the way to be,
1: man. And I make it, I make it well known, like, you know, because they're, There are certain people in this industry that just kind of think you're out to get their job, if that makes sense. Like, I know each one of us have seen people that are like, hey, man, that's my gig. Like, don't go after that. Don't help me, you know. But like, I I like to let it be known, like, hey, man, I'm just trying to help out. I'm like, there's no ulterior motive. I don't like, I'm in the fortunate position to where I have a non touring job and I'm not trying to toot my own horn at all, but like, I don't need to tour. I do it because I enjoy it and I do it because I, I enjoy networking and making friends and, you know, putting on fucking rock and roll shows. I don't have another motive. I'm not trying to go get somebody else's job. That's your job. I'm, I'm gen- like if I offer to help you, it's because I'm genuinely trying to help you. I don't want your job, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, honestly, I've never. I've never been on tour with somebody who was like worried about that. Like ever, like in my in like I've, 12, I've yeah. seen it a few times. Yeah, man. I, I believe it 100%. Um, but like, if you're doing that, you're probably whack already. Like, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like you got some like insecurity shit. If you're already like, yo, what are you doing? Don't help me, man. What do you want? My fucking job? It's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's some other shit. That's like, that's some deeper shit. Um, it's uh, uh yeah I I've always got to learn from like bigger I don't know bigger bigger dudes who had their shit together like I you know I started off as just a drum tech and then I started doing stage managing stuff then playback shit and that's kind of what I do now with Motionless is those three things but I you know I learned from I was on a 5 Finger Death Punch tour once where their drum tech was the stage manager too and he was a fucking boss And I was like, okay, dude, like, okay, like this is where, how you like get another job that also is important and get yourself paid more. And then, you know, most drummers and all this shit were always the last to like get on stage. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? So it was funny to me too. I was like, oh yeah, he's the drum tech too. So he's making sure that shit is fucking getting there and he needs it, dude. That's sick. And that's, Kind of how I I don't know. Born of Osiris had just kind of randomly started where I took like I started doing stage managing like duties and was like oh shit like I'm fucking setting the times for all this shit like I'm like running this shit now okay like and then fucking got to tour with bigger bands and uh, I was out with Papa Roach a lot this last year and learned a shit ton from fucking all those dudes man best people on earth and uh, it's.
2: No, uh, I guess like, uh, and that goes to Shirley, you know, the importance of like observing, observing like those other camps you're on tour with and like always learn from those guys that have been doing it longer than you and stuff oh, like yeah. that.
0: It's tying it into like, yeah, I've always had to learn, I learned from people who weren't worried about my fucking stupid ass taking their job pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like they were just like, bro, nah, right. little homie, I'll show you what's up because they're not better than me, but I'll show you what's <laughs> up. Like, you know, that's kind of how like, that's kind of how like, it it was it always was for me. That's that was the point I was making. But yeah, that's also a good thing to be observant to, man. If you if you happen to have a fucking cool dude who's willing to share that knowledge with you and just give you a couple fucking pointers, man, take it in and, and listen to it and appreciate it and show respect for it and fucking and you'll do that for somebody else, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. And and, and another thing that I like to do on a tour is you know not not to shit talk anybody else that was on any tour that i've ever worked on but i tend to sniff out what i consider to be the 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 good the the good eggs on the tour and i try to keep as close to them as possible and learn as much from them as possible like people like you and marco on the last tour and uh you know uh, i and i'm not saying that to shit on uh, i thought i thought everybody on all the crews were absolutely fantastic but you know especially like especially the jobs that we had, like, you know, somebody, somebody that's running in front of house for another camp, for example, isn't, isn't, you know, we're, we're working physically in two different spots in the side of a huge ass arena. Like I'm not doing my job. If I'm hanging out with them all day and trying to pick up shit that they're doing, you know, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to set yeah. up a drum set and, you know, I can, I can yell over to you like, Hey man, so this is happening to me. Like, what would you do? And you're just like, ah, dude, you know, man, I'll just fucking... And, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's me,
1: dude. I'm a, I am try to be
0: as whatever and, like, stony as possible, man. Like, that's how I keep my fucking cool, dude. Because my brain is, is always running, dude. Like, a, a thousand times a minute. And, like, I started smoking weed, like, in my... Like, I didn't start smoking until I was, like, 22. And, uh, yeah, that changed my whole, like stress out situation like on tour and shit like i don't fucking getting that like hyped up feeling and shit like i don't i don't fuck with that dude i like to be as chill and fucking cool as possible i'm just like yo whatever man like yo it's all fucking good because that's dude (laughs) that's just the most comfortable way i don't know
1: yeah i feel that every everybody's got their thing too you know yeah
0: and that's definitely my thing big fucking (laughs) stuff in pop rush they call me smoke lord Cause I just walk around, all yeah, day, yeah. fucking so blazing, cool. <laughs> just fucking getting it, dude. But all the shows are sick, and they just yeah, that's laugh. that's that's They're on like, your
1: uh, fucking ear pack too.
0: Yeah, it's on my fucking ear pack, dude. Like, yo, I keep it. Yeah, the smoke lord. That's even when you was having a stressful day, come see the fucking lord of smoke. You know what I'm saying? I got something <laughs> for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you, you, you need to go see the doctor. Head to the grav lounge.
0: Head to the grav lounge, baby. That was so fucking funny. I loved having that every fucking day. It's like the funniest thing ever, dude. We just had a room we could smoke weed in in the arena every day and it was fucking awesome. Like just walking straight in this room blazing. Keeping it pro is is the fucking most important way, but man, you got to have some fucking you got to have some give, baby. You got to be fucking chill. Like, you know what so, I'm saying? Okay. Like,
1: so that, that's probably something we could dive into a little bit because, you know, working in this industry, you hear the term pro all the time. You hear the word professional. What the fuck does that even mean?
0: All right. One example could be, you know, you, you fucking with weed. You know what I mean? You fucking smoke weed a shit ton. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the fucking New York, L.A. day when all the fucking managers are out and booking agents and shit. Maybe fucking just go somewhere else smoke a weed. Bit. Yeah, not yeah. make it so fucking open. You know what I mean. And it's not about oh, I have to like change myself around those people. It's just like yeah, like it's a you know, there's business talk going on in here. Like you know, in in any other normal day, I could probably walk into the green and just be like, what's up, dude? Fucking blaze, it. just like fucking around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, that that you know, in in moments like that, knowing knowing when to. Fucking be a fucking stand up adult and fucking do your thing and, and knowing when to like still be yourself and chill, but it's more yeah. of a laxed environment. You know
2: what I mean? I think like a, a, a nice like frame to like to where you like what's pro is like everything that's like related to the gig. Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, where, that's where, that's you where, know. that's where you're like, uh, you know, the pro aspect is like everything that's gig. Like, what do you do to get your gig done? And then everything else throughout the tour, that's all you, that's your personality that's where that's where you choose where you're pro, where you're not, like where you give
0: yeah yeah that's a that's a perfect way to put it. It's about yeah. the gig, you know like yeah. when you're doing the like if the you're gig. someone yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. someone
2: who smokes, if you're someone who drinks, you know as long as you uh can keep it out you know keep that outside of the gig and like you can still get you know everything you need to do done to make the show happen, then you know that's all that's all there is
0: yeah. Absolutely. And and knowing your own limits too and not getting carried away by the people that you might have around you as well. That could yeah. also fucking get you in trouble, no matter how fucking cool they are about it. If they if just you know, if if someone can keep their shit together while they're fucking shit hammered, doesn't mean that you can.
1: So yeah. like
0: don't 100%. fucking you know what I'm saying? Like you can't uh relate well, he's nah, well you're not him. So you know, that's that's like knowing that, you know, is like another big thing too like uh, that's a pro thing you know yeah, yeah. I think that's and, an adult and, thing like to, to know when you fucking like you have somewhat of a problem if you're like bummed like fuck I can't have a fucking beer during the show shit's whack it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like you can't wait a fucking hour like okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like it's
1: yeah just have that like have the beer just like wait fucking 45 minutes as soon as as soon as the band gets off stage and you know if i'm responsible for somebody else's gear like if i'm touching $4000 guitars you know like 12 of them and then i've got like a $3000 drum set that i'm taking down like obviously i'm going to wait on the beer a little bit but like and and the term professional changes industry to industry like what's what's professional in banking is like showing up in a suit every day making sure you get to the I almost said gig. Make sure you get to the office at 8 a.m. You know, make sure you have your coffee already in your hand instead of standing by the coffee pot until 8 15. Cause you know, whatever it it changes into industry to industry. And for, for uh, in terms of me, I think the term professional or professionalism is like taking your job seriously, but then being a joy to be around absolutely outside of that. So like, you know, I, I, I like I don't fuck around when it comes to the, guy, the the guys or girls that I'm working for, you know, in in terms of that. Like I take my job as serious as a motherfucker. But then like you know, I see Justin, uh Treyus Tour Manager walking down the hallway and I'm just like, "What the fuck's up, my boy?" You know yeah, like shit like yeah. that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's Justin, yeah, that ties into fucking making the gig just Cause, Cause, that's when it matters, dude. Like, I am different once the show starts. Like, I can have a smile on my face and be relaxed. But uh, as a stage manager too, like, I'm always looking around. Someone's stepping over one fucking line that they're not supposed to. I'm not gonna shit on them, but I have to be over there to be like, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yo, get back here. I gotta be that dude. And then and when the show's going on, fucking, there's no don't fuck with me. Like, just yeah, exactly. <laughs> like let me, you
1: know. And and there's also like. You know, uh, on on the end of on the other end of that, if your band's not on stage, or the band that you're working for is not on stage, and you see like, you know, your boy up there, you know, he, and he's his band is on stage, or the band that he's working for, or she is working for, is on stage. You know, you got to be like, okay, now's not the time to be like, yo, dude, like, yeah, yo, look at this fucking,
0: like, yeah, you're sitting there, like, tuning guitars, and I'm like, yo, look at this funny meme, like, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, shit like that, like, you gotta, yeah, you don't want to, yeah, when it's gig time, baby, it's fucking gig time, like,
1: it's, yeah, it's gig time for sure,
0: like, we're all boys and shit, but that's the job, fool, so. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The, you know. it goes it
2: goes back to it goes back to reading the room because uh, you know there are bands that will like fuck around on stage like uh, seven dust oh, and a day to remember are both notorious for like throwing picks at each other like throughout the show picks, even, like yeah. men, so you know don't like in my case don't throw a pick at Mark Tremonti but maybe I'll throw a pick at Clint Lowry you know it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's,
0: yeah 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 yep reading your vibe dude yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Tremonti doesn't think that's funny, but Clint Lowry does. Exactly. So that's fucking yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. It's yeah, knowing your dude, yeah, you know, and that's just uh, that's something that just goes with like being a good person, dude. Like if you can just do that, and like it, it's not and again, it's not about like changing your personality to fit with these people you just met. It's just finding your groove within them. Well, yeah. and if if you have respect for people genuine respect for people genuine love for what you're doing and you just genuinely want to be a hard worker all this shit's gonna work out for you dude everything's gonna be fucking cool like yeah. it, it it's as, as simple as that you know
1: yeah dedicate yourself to the craft uh you know spend 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 your young years just you know if, if you want to be a guitar tech you know go find a local luthier go find somebody that's you know a local drum repair shop fucking sam ash whatever and, you know, just spend years diving into the craft and then like, and
0: just care about it, dude. And like, yeah, just, exactly. Give a fuck, you know, give a fuck, give a that's, fuck. That's like, that's, that's all you need easy, to do. That's literally all you have to do, man. like, and people who don't that are on tour, just constantly miserable and shit and, and just kind of whatever that shit. I'm like, yo, man, go in the office, motherfucker. Like, just go, <laughs> go see how that is, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit can get hard out here. I'm not gonna fucking lie, dude. Like you dude. Know, bringing up that setting up for Blackmail brides that day, having to pull double duty, you know, and like do that rack and shit. Yeah, for like a second there, dude, was sitting there pissed, like fucking bitching. Like, you know what I mean? Like legitimately bitching. And I'm sitting yeah. like, dude, I, I literally said to myself, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just fucking work, dude. It's all fucking good. Shut up. Like, that's just most of the time. If you can just do that to yourself, fucking it's dude. all good. Fuck yeah. Fucking dude, you guys are legends. <laughs> I don't know about fucking, that, <laughs> dude. No, this podcast is sick, and like, yeah, this is a cool thing for. I mean, because obviously, what the most fucking thing we get asked is, "But what's it like?" God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So, what do you do? Like, what is that's the my fucking... favorite question
1: to answer? Is like if yeah. if somebody goes like, "So what's what's being a guitar tech like?" And I'm like, okay, so imagine you're on tour with your own band okay you're and you're doing all the things you show up to the venue you load in you get you know you sound check you do all the shit and then like right as that you're about to get on stage some dude puts his hand on your chest and he's like hey man i got it from here thanks and they go and play the show and then as soon <laughs> yeah. as they're done, yeah. as soon yeah. as they're done they give you the guitar back <laughs> they hand it to you and they're just like Hey man, thanks so much. You got it from here though, right, my dude? Thank you my so much. Dude. <laughs> yo, like, yo, bro.
0: Yeah, that is, a, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that is. Yeah, if you want to describe like the job, you like know, in a nutshell, like, that's it. That that is a nutshell. That's a funny way to describe the job. Music has always encapsulated like everything I've done in like my entire life. So like the you know doing the tech stuff, man, is like I'm so fucking. We're all fortunate as fuck that that's what yeah. we get to do for a living. And especially after COVID and stuff too. Like I always knew I would go back. Like I wasn't like worried about it, but I was like, damn, hey, it might be a while, you know. And then things, you know, I think for a lot of people I know. But for me, I can speak specifically or, you know, got better than ever. You know, this last year is the best year of tour I've ever had. Like, financially Fuck yeah. and fucking comfortably and fucking, you know, I was in arenas and amphitheaters all this year, man. Like, just fucking, it, you know, it was great. It's a blessing as a tech and shit. And, uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. But, yeah, if you just dedicate your fucking time to doing this shit, man, and you fucking, we've all done the fucking shitty warp tour stuff or or whatever comparable thing, you know, insert shitty fucking tour thing there you know what i mean um right but at the end of the day getting paid to travel the world and if you're fortunate enough with good people and like you know you're doing this thing like you can look at it as a grandiose thing too like dude at the end of that show like all those fucking six seven thousand people dude just had like the time of their lives dude yeah and you just like made that happen you helped make that happen you know yeah so like doing that is what's fucking sick to me too i you know i could be jaded all fucking day dude but doing this 12 years like do you think unless you're slipping out of depth tones bro or you're like my fucking dog i'm not coming out to a fucking show that comes (laughs) here you know what i'm saying but at the same time when we're out on tour i love experiencing that thing in the festivals and stuff too are really cool and and just seeing your friends and shit
2: yeah that's like all that
0: that's so fucking cool around the world dude just i you know yeah. Fucking, been around the world with Nate Northway, a guy I fucking met when I was literally thirteen years old because my band played at pops. You know, yeah. Holy shit, it's just fucking. It's a beautiful thing. So like, that's the that's the cherry on top. That's why this
2: is the best job ever, dude. The, for you real, know? man. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It is pretty awesome. Like uh, Darren would know firsthand. Like I, I do complain a bunch while like day to day, just day to day bullshit. You know, I don't. Yeah, make, well, easy, I don't like half you know? of it. Half of it, I don't really mean, but. Uh But still, like this year, like in the past year, I've been to twenty four countries. So you know, like, st- like who who gets to say that? And you got that, paid, dude. Yeah, okay. like you know
0: what I mean. Like, I, I remember some some people still ask me sometimes. They say, "Well, like, oh, like don't you got to like pay for your own travel and shit?" I'm like, "No, no, dog. No, I was mess. like, this is a business. I was like, if you got <laughs> sent out to work, would you be paying for it? Oh no, <laughs> yeah, fool. It's the same thing." these these dudes actually these dudes generate like millions of dollars probably more than the fucking business you work at you know what i'm saying so like yeah no dude i don't i don't go yeah guys i can't wait to go to australia let me save up fucking 1900 so i can fucking go what you know what i mean like that's (laughs) it that question is really funny to me that's mostly like older people have said that to me but they they just don't understand but like I, i just laugh when i get that's the funniest one i get like oh get a do they pay for your travel, like, Yeah, fool. I work for them.
1: Like <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the last time I bought a plane ticket. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's do like, I legitimately provide a service. Like you, no, I'm not like, paying Brian, for dude,
2: that. You think you think I'm gonna go pay to change somebody's strings? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. What? <laughs>
0: like that's yeah, that's a funny that's a funny concept. For, you know that some people just. I mean, because they don't. Most general, just music fans just don't understand that it is like a business. They just see, oh, my fucking favorite bands come into town on this date. I let me take off work and fucking revolve everything around it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just a moment for them. So, like, they don't understand that it's, and most people would if you just explained it to them. You know what I mean? But the yeah. general consensus of what we do that it's hard to, you don't think of it as a business at first, you know? But yeah. holy goddamn, is it a business, you know? Oh, it's yeah.
1: a business. And, 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 Right, like yeah, business is booming right now. Like I think I mentioned on the last mentioned on the last episode, like uh, apparently it's starting to get really hard to find a bus again. Like fuck.
0: Yeah, it's you know.
1: We had to beat the street on this last tour and like I didn't even fit. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that shit. I remember the first day seeing it and being like, oh
0: man, that would be sick. And then I remembered the bun. I was like, oh no, it's not. I'm tall. That sucks. Like (laughs) that's fucking, I can deal with that for three weeks in Europe. You know what I mean? Like with fucking seven and a half, eight, you know, in America, bumpy ass fucking shitty roads everywhere. Yeah, dude, it's brutal. (laughs) But I mean, hey man. A bus is a bus, dude. It's always better than a van. Yeah, that's it's like no a no funny bus. tech thing you can say. So just well, it's better than a van, boys. Just whatever the fuck <laughs> it is, you know. Any problem with the bus? It's just you know what, man. It's fucking better than a van, bro.
1: Yeah, like like there's there's times in my career where I find myself complaining about the bus, but I'm like me me six years ago touring in a fucking beat up old ass school bus, like sleeping sleeping on one of those school bus benches, like. I would kill to be in this position like so and there's there's oh, other yeah, bands yeah. that are that are out there like touring in a 96 Ford Econoline line. That are just like you're bitching about the situation that you're in. Like you, you can sleep on your vehicle comfortably, and I'm just like, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, the bus right. sucks, huh? It's like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> got, you know, sometimes it does. I don't give a shit. You know, like sometimes it, you
1: have to smack the microwave a few times in order for it to work, but you know, it's pretty okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. The refrigerator door flies open at any given moment. Like that, <laughs> you know, that's cool. Like you know, but. Uh, it, it all sucks, but that just sucks less It's know? relative. Like, yeah, re- Yeah. The relativity to it. You know what I mean? Um, my, fortunately my band, um, we just got done building out a bus and it like, I'm not kidding, man. It's better than a bandwagon. Like Sick. I had fucking no bullshit, dude. Like I rode in the thing, I slept in the thing, and I'm like, yo, okay, we did this right. Like it was basically just like every I was like, dude, guys, if we're gonna do this shit, like this, is, it's got to be all comfortable. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no fucking half ass and doing shit. There's no fucking no. Nah, it's cool. We'll just like get this shitty match or whatever. It's like no, nah, dude. Like I- I'll tell you how to fucking make a nice fucking rig out of this thing. And
1: yeah, spend spend the money. You'll 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 see the return.
0: Yeah. The and and dude like. I was so fortunate that I basically, like, my guys did all of that. I, they, they finished it while we were on tour. So, like, I Hell was yeah. just, they were like, So, what would it look like in a bus? Basically, what we're trying to do here, what would it look like in a bus? And I'm like, That's what it looks like. Do this, you know? And then they build that. And then, they had we have plenty of like carpenter friends we're so fucking fortunate to have that and electricians and shit that came in and helped us out and like, man, it's fucking it's all wired up, bro. Like fucking we we got bus furniture in it. This dude bought a bus and just didn't like the color of the furniture. So he sold us the entire fucking a big couch, the table, the fucking kitchen set, all that shit for like eight hundred bucks.
2: Oh, damn. You know me, what I
0: mean? So it's just like, dude, it's it's like swag in there. I'm just, I like, I'm laughing so hard because, like, I, I just, it's it's just funny. I'm like, man, this is better than a bandwagon. Like, and we did, like, all it takes is dudes like us who have been in every shitty vehicle to, like, just make it, like, less shitty. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, yeah. 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 I don't know. I was just, like, majorly impressed impressed by it. I, I can't wait for you guys to see this fucking thing cuz I'm like cuz you're just like touring, dude. It's like oh, geez, So you're going to walk in and be like, "Oh shit, like I see what you did here." God damn. Like So
1: what does, does, does it does it look does it look like a beater bus on the outside, but then like you walk in and or like what what's the situation? It's here? like
0: a uh so it's like a party bus
1: like okay. that Fuck yeah. had like 30 dude. seats in it. It's like a
0: size of like that, but you know, we obviously ripped all yeah, the like seats Yeah, like one of those out.
1: Vegas party buses. Yeah.
0: And so you walk in the door, but dude, it is, it legitimately looks like they front lounge in the bunk space in the bathroom of a bus, like to the T. It looks like the bus I was just in, just nice. fucking in this thing. Like I can't wait to get out there and show like my fucking touring homies the show. I'm like, no, you gotta come see this thing. <laughs> it's just like so. <laughs> it's Fuck like yeah. dorky. It's like fucking like oh shit. Like you guys took this and did that. Damn. Like this is kind of like a bus. Just funny shit, man. But it's it's exciting. Yeah. It's cool. I'm stoked to tour in that thing. Like actually stoked to get in it. So I'm like, all right, that's fucking. That's a huge plus.
1: Yeah. So so like most of us, uh, techs, you're also a musician. Um, and a Drive. I saw you guys are playing a CD release show. Uh, so or er, record release rather. So yep, obviously yep. that means you have a record coming out. So do you want to tell me a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, man. So. Uh, we're called the Nimical Drive from St. Louis. Um, we are putting out a record next Friday called From Solitude. Um, it's a seven song. I guess like an EP, but I don't know. Record just sounds cooler.
1: Short <laughs> record, long EP.
0: Yeah, long EP. Um Yeah, we have our record release show next Friday in St. Louis, you know, uh, where we do good in the hometown here and it's fucking awesome. We have a lot of support and it's like exciting to like to have good pre sales and shit. And like, you know, we do this for like big ass bands and professional people. So it's nice when you like, you know, when we play at home, it's like a professional thing. It's fucking tight. It's like I'm on tour, but I'm playing. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? And and we're going to pick up the touring this year. There's some, opportunities talked about now and just getting it all in order man and and it looks like this year I'll be spending most of my time touring with my band and working for motionless and white and just Fuck balancing yeah. balancing the the pendulum of that man and and you know those guys are really fucking cool because they support me to the most fullest fucking extent man and they're like yo dude if you get a good opportunity don't trip like we'll get a, a fill- in and you can still have your job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's that's, the fucking, that's that's the best thing on earth. You know? Um, yeah. So yeah, to know that and going into this year, like, yeah, this year I'm gonna play more, man. You know? So that's that that's like I've decided that there's opportunities there and there's good things happening. So it's like, yo, man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play more. I've been a drummer my whole life, dude. Like that's what I do. Like that's you know I like to think I'm just as good as the history I've had with the, as a tech. I'm just as good as a drummer, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get out there this year and play more. And that's really, really exciting. And it really starts next Friday, man, at the CD release show. And fucking, we got video wall and shit. And oh, you know, man, like, like a bunch shit. of content and fucking a bunch of swag shit, man. And it's like, cool. Like I say it on here because it's funny because we're texting. We spend our time setting up this shit and seeing it being executed in a sick way. So to have that as a reality of some sort. For yourself is fucking exciting as well, you know. But fuck yeah, uh, yeah. Check us out, man. Animical Drive. The record's called From Solitude. We have a uh, an EP that we put out in twenty twenty. It's called Enemy. Uh, that's all available on all the streaming services, man. All the all that good stuff. YouTube, yeah. Anywhere you listen to music and check out our videos and follow us on Instagram,
1: you know. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And if you're listening to this episode, uh, if you if you want to listen to it, uh, all you need to do is just. Click on the show notes, and there's going to be a link to Animical Drive. There, you can fucking. Uh, I normally link to Spotify, but that's what's you know, up. Go man. fucking that works. Go find it. Go fucking find it go wherever find you it listen to music, man. The record comes out next Friday.
0: You know, we spent a year getting it all prepared to fucking. I literally recorded it over a year ago when I first met Motionless and White. The first tour I did, but then after that tour, I was like, all right, I'm flying to the city. I'm going to go record this record and then now that is coming out and that was you know 2021 the end of 2021 yeah. so a long time and um yeah we're going to be out touring this year so check us out man and if you Dude, yeah if yeah. you're hearing if you're hearing this anyone who's listening to this if you come out and see a nimical drive and you mention that you heard me on this thing i will give you a free piece of merch 100
1: i'll get you in the show for free oh, there we go there we go getting the show okay for free. yeah i'm not a- I'm not even going to put that in the show notes. You have to listen to the end of the fucking episode. <laughs>
2: yep. See,
1: dude. Yeah. Come out. Anybody who says they heard me on
0: this thing. If you come out and see a Drive, I'll hook you up. And if you are of age and you smoke weed, I'll fucking blaze you out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Gentlemen, any parting thoughts?
0: <sighs> uh, shit, man. I just want to thank you guys for having me on. You guys are fucking oh, awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, You're a legend. Um, yeah. You're I always hope. welcome on. A great positive uh fulfilling year for you guys and your careers and your lives at home and And you hope everybody's happy and healthy and fucking all that good shit man and anybody listening man if you take anything away from this it's just honestly bet on yourself man and just fucking dream and just kind of do what you want to do man and you can you can you can live this life and have a good time doing it uh if you fucking want it yeah you just gotta want it yeah and everybody knows what that means inside. Everybody really knows what that means. It's all different for everybody. But if you fucking want it, you can do this shit. And this this career that I've chosen in this life I've lived is, is the most amazing thing ever. I've gotten to see pretty much every single one of my favorite bands in probably three different fucking countries at this point. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Dreams yeah. as a kid that I never thought would fucking actually... Could actually be, but when you fucking just put in the work in, dude, and just, you love it, you know, just fucking stick with it, man. You might get to do the coolest shit, all the shit you've ever wanted to do. And this life is pretty cool. Fuck. Being a tech's pretty cool.
1: Hell yeah. So, uh, I guess with that, uh, I God damn, I'm so inspired right now. <laughs> dude, you know what I'm saying?
0: Because this is, you know, hey man, it is real shit, dude. Like I, you know, we were talking to about being like jaded or whatever. I can complain on tour. I can like do whatever, dude. At the end of the day, I'm this fucking little kid that, I mean, dude, just for example, getting to work with Papa Roach. Love those dudes. Amazing dudes. I actually stepped Fuck down yeah. to, to play more. Um, and they're super supportive of that. Insane. But I saw them when I was 11 years old, dude. I
1: yeah. was just a yeah. kid
0: in the crowd. And fucking one day I ended up working and they're they're my friends, you know? Um, Yeah, (laughs) that's a, that's a fucking, that's a big one, dude. Just fucking stick with it, dude. Just fucking that, that, that kind of shit is the most important aspect of all this to me. Like that's what keeps you humble. That's like what, yeah, man, it all comes from this dream as a kid, you know? And uh, yeah, fucking, oh dude, that show that I saw them have to, Say this anger management tour. It was exhibit Papa Roach, Eminem, Limp Biscuit. Oh my God. Yeah, okay, yeah. The most psycho show I've ever seen in my life, straight up. Like <laughs> it was fucking, I got, I almost didn't get to go in because I had cigarettes. I was like 11 years <laughs> old, dude. And I was with like my dad and like I had a friend that was like 14. We were trying to sneak cigarettes in then I realized I was going to get searched at the fucking door. And I was like, oh, like damn. And then sure enough, I tried throwing them away. And my dad saw it and was like, what the fuck are you doing? You have cigarettes? You're like 11. Like,
2: what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: And uh but yeah, I got to see that show and then, you know, what if I was eleven then that was yeah, that was like twenty years ago, dude. I'm 31 now. And and you know, nineteen years later I ended up working for the band I saw that night, you know. That's yeah. That's mind that, blowing, that. right? You gotta keep keep that energy, man. So that fucking calling. that that kid fucking dream energy, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh Yeah, and then to have their support like stepping away. Like, yeah, it's even crazier that I called them and was like, Yeah, I gotta I'm gonna quit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like
1: it's fucking (laughs) even nuttier, but like
0: the they're the coolest fucking people ever, man. I can't say enough about how great No, they
1: get it. You you gotta do what's best for you, you know?
0: Yeah, man. They're about the dream, you know. And they fucking support that and they have nothing but love and Fucking respect for me and going back to what we said earlier in the podcast about letting people know. Yeah, I let them know two months ago. That's how I kept it fucking cool. That's how they still like me and shit. Yeah, because now they have the the time to to, to find a replacement. Yeah, yeah. You know, No matter how big or small, don't ever hose people. Don't ever be a hoser, man. Just fucking being honest, dude. But yeah, man, uh, going back to all this is just a fucking dream. So, anytime I find myself frustrated on tour, I remember that time being a fucking kid and just being like, damn, man, like, I'm in this shit. Like, I'm in the music industry. This is my job. I can't believe it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. This is my job. Like, I get to do this.
0: Yeah, get to do this for a living. I just bought my family Christmas presents from money that I made on tour. Like, you know what I mean? It's just fucking (laughs) whatever whatever it is. It's wild, right? Like, keep that fucking good hearted energy and, and, it'll keep you humble and it'll keep you fucking in this game because the real people recognize that shit, you know? Yeah. Fuck. I'm yeah. keeping that fucking that dream alive, baby. Seriously. Thank Fuck you guys yeah. for having me on, man. And uh, of course,
2: yeah, you pleasure. guys fucking take
0: care dude. And I know I'll be seeing you around <laughs> next year, baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yes.
2: Just- yeah. Yeah, anytime
0: you guys are in San Luis, I'll you,
2: do Fuck yeah, same with Philly. Yeah, I'll let you know.
0: Thank you for listening to the Roadie Friday Podcast. Have a question or an idea? Email us at roadiefridaypod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Theme music by Ricky Armolino. Editing and production by Darren Makins.